welcome to the Bearded Barbell Podcast. This is the place to go for quick, fast, and actionable fitness advice. I am Coach Tony sitting here. Across the table from me is Coach Willie. Hey guys, it's Coach Willie here. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today, Will? Oh, I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Thank you. Great busy week getting out there, helping people hit their goals. So, you know, it motivates me. So I'm feeling good and ready today. Awesome, man. How about you? How are you feeling uh, today? You know, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. For those listening that don't know, in my off time away from things fitness and nutrition, I'm also a pro wrestler. So I had a match this past Saturday and the match overall went really well, except for the point where I didn't win. Uh, other than that, the other part that sucked was where I landed just square on my head. Uh, my head's fine. My neck took the brunt of the force, so oh, it's man. still sore four or five days later. It's Thursday now when we record these. Um, but that's slowly getting better. Uh, aside from that, today is my cat's first birthday. Yeah, hey, happy so, birthday. Yeah. He was <laughs> he was born on the bedroom floor a year ago <laughs> at about 12.30 in the morning. So he came into the world screaming and really hasn't said much since, but occasionally he will when the food's empty or when he wants to come into the room, he'll, he'll yell at us and let us know. But he's an awesome, he's an awesome little orange guy. Well, happy birthday to him, king yeah, of the castle sure. there. Yeah, man, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing better from being uh, dropped on your neck. One of my favorite wrestlers, Big E, was, you know, as we, as you know, he was dropped on his head uh, uh, recently and is recovering from that. So a big shout out to him and his recovery. And I'm glad, glad, so glad that you're doing well from that. And, and I know you're sore, but I'm glad you're recovering, man. Yeah, definitely. Glad to have you here. It could so, have definitely been way worse, oh, as you mentioned, like with Big E's yeah. situation. He broke his neck, so it definitely yeah. wasn't anywhere near that bad. Exactly. Yeah. So. What do we got from today, Coach? So today, I know we're, we've been talking about creating your own meal plan, and we've talked about mm -hmm. some of the benefits of strength training. So I thought today we could talk about ways to track our progress because, you know, what's the best way to put in all this energy to figure out how we're going to eat, figure out what we're going to eat, how we're going to exercise, if we're going to add that as well. Um, so we also want to give people some ways to keep track of that to make sure that all their effort is going to good use mm -hmm. make sure that they're not spinning their wheels going in the wrong direction anything like that to keep everybody on track right yeah exactly. so with that i also thought you know everybody jumps to the scale as mm -hmm. as the first way to track their progress if they're trying to make the scale go down or if they're trying to make the scale go up like in either of our cases you know you were trying to get it to go down mm -hmm. i was trying to get it to go up um, and it's real easy to use the scale as, as the be all end all, cause it's real easy to use. You just mm -hmm. jump on it. It gives you a result. And we think that that result is a 100% indicator of our success or failure, uh, which I mean, overall is just not true, right? No, no, it's, no, no, you know, no. it shows overall weight and that's useful, but it's really an incomplete picture. So it really doesn't tell us what else is going on inside the body. Um, you know, there are things that can cause the scale to change day to day that have nothing to do with body fat, nothing to do with muscle. So yeah, it's things like if you just drink extra water later in the day, mm -hmm. if you ate later in the day, that can add some weight. Mm -hmm. If you had more salt throughout the past day, that can cause more water. Mm, even, even things like sleep and stress. If mm -hmm. you have a night or two of bad sleep that can cause your body basically to stress out a little bit more, it'll hold some more water. The scale will go up mm. things like drinking alcohol can make the scale move a few pounds 
in one night because of the way it works on the body. So, you know, you lose a few pounds because it's a diuretic. So mm-hmm. it gets you to lose water. Then the body rebounds. So you gain a few pounds because it's trying to build back up those water stores. Exactly. Not necessarily good or bad, but that's just the way that it works in the body. Mm-hmm. And if we don't know those things, it can freak us out. Everybody's gotten on the scale at one point and you've seen, you know, the scale move four or five pounds in the wrong direction. And you're like, what the hell? I'm doing mm-hmm. everything wrong. Let me go back to square one and just scrap everything I've done. Right. Um, you know, and there's tons of other issues with the scale too, right? There's, you know, as another example, like we mentioned, the scale doesn't show the whole picture. So if you are trying to lose fat and you are integrating strength training with that, there's a pretty good likelihood you are going to be losing fat and building a little bit of muscle at the same time. Mm-hmm. What can also happen during that is the scale won't move. Mm-hmm. So if you're only using the scale, you're going to think you're not making progress, even though you really are, because say you are getting stronger in the gym, say your clothes are fitting better, yes, anything like that, right? So really, if you are going to use the scale, the best way to do it, in my opinion, you can of course weigh in, well, let me know. Um, But the best way to use the scale is actually to weigh yourself daily and then compare those week to week averages, Mm -hmm. because those weekly averages buffer out those daily fluctuations. So it gives you a little bit of a better picture of what the scale is actually doing. So what do you think about that? Oh yeah, allow me to weigh in right here. Hey. <laughs> pun pun totally intended, guys. <laughs> totally, totally. No, I I always say like if if you wanna, the only time you should really really be concerned about your weight. And I used to joke about this when I was a heavier guy and I weighed two hundred eighty five, three hundred pounds. Um, when there's step ladders that say maximum weight two fifty, that's the only time I ever needed to know my weight is if I'm gonna exceed the uh, the weight capacity of a certain thing. Um, jokingly aside, um, if you're in a competitive sport where weight is uh, a factor, weight classes and such, that's really when you should be looking and and weighing yourself habitually and you know stepping on the scale. Uh, I used to um, weigh myself every day, or I you know weigh myself naked bef- uh, after I use the restroom, before I drink any water. And I used to tell myself, well, if I got on an elevator today, that's not going to be me standing there naked, dehydrated on an elevator. I'm going to be standing there in clothes, a wallet, a phone, shoes, hat, jacket, whatever. All that stuff. All that stuff. So my weight is different day to day, moment to moment. I got home from work. I dropped my heavy bag off. I dropped my shoes, my heavy work shoes off, my jacket. Now I'm in my comfortable clothes, my clothes. I weigh less now. I weigh about five, 10 pounds less. Weight really just for me, especially from uh, from my standpoint, I was a guy that weighed a lot, like I said. And one thing is I would start to lose weight. Uh, Being a bigger guy, especially for us men, we'll uh, stop drinking soda. We'll get rid of one nasty habit. And within a week, we might lose 10 pounds. We'll jump on that scale and we'll be like, wow, I lost 10 pounds in a week. But then we don't realize, like Coach Tony was talking about, there's that alcohol intake. There's maybe we did stop that that nasty habit of drinking soda, started drinking more water, less salty foods. Now we're less bloated. So we got rid of bloat, which is a good thing. I'm not I'm not talking bad about that. But then we hit the rough patches where we stop losing weight. We're getting on the scale. Okay, I was losing ten pounds a week. Now I'm only losing one, maybe not even a full pound. What's going on? What's wrong with my program? What's wrong with my trainer? What's wrong with my food? This just doesn't work. I'm a big boned person. I'm not meant to lose weight. You start going through all these thoughts in your head when you look down at this number. And at the end of the day, that's what, you know, it can kind of have an adverse effect on you. 
in your training, making you think that you're not gaining the progress that you're actually, you know, owed to yourself. Um, and that's just with weight loss. Um, if somebody's trying to gain weight, you know, personally, I don't know the struggles of that, but it sounds like numbers. I like to think about it. Like go, I always go back to Rocky quotes. And when he tells his son, take an eraser and erase all those numbers, they're going to make you crazy. Yeah. Num numbers yeah. will make you crazy. Uh, I don't know if you've caught on already, but coach Tony and I, we, we, we like to make things easier and we like to make it less to where it's going to make you, uh, feel so neurotic about your uh, journey where you're counting macros, counting the number on the scale, both food scale and your weight scale. Um, those things can make you neurotic. They can make you, they can really discourage you. Um, they can make things not fun. That's why when you find another way to track your progress, um, it does make things more fun when you start to get compliments, when you start to uh, notice that as a big guy, again, that belt buckle, um, I don't know who, if you're a big guy out there or if a, a big person, um, you know, big belt buckles are kind of your enemy sometimes. And uh, I could tell you right now, when you start to, when that belt stops digging into you and it stops, uh, you know, stops uh, cutting off circulation and stuff like that, it, that it, for me is progress that. I can't replace, I can't put a number on, I can't put a dollar sign on. If it really is something that you notice and you're like, you, you can't really, I guess you can only explain it to somebody else that's been in that situation. But, um, but when you see that progress or any type, a little bit of progress like that, I think that's more rewarding because you don't carry that number across your chest. You know, you don't weigh in in the morning and say, oh, I'm 205 pounds. And it's just stamped on your forehead. Yeah. Today I'm walking around 205 pounds. Don't worry. That's going to be 204 tomorrow. I promise I stamped my forehead guys. I'm 204 pounds tomorrow. And no, no, it, it, it really, it, there's a fluctuation there. You're a human being, you're, you're by, you're a biomechanical machine. That's just intaking and outtaking so much fluids and doing so much work that you're stressing yourself out by just one little tool in your fitness journey. Yeah, exactly. So scale, you know, overall it's, at the end of the day, it's a tool. So it's it can be a useful one. It can also drive you crazy if you let it, if you choose to live and die by the number that comes out on the screen after you stand on it. Um, and, and really at the end of the day, it's not necessarily worth a whole lot of, for lack of a better term, a whole lot of weight um, <laughs> because it just, it doesn't tell us everything that's going on. It really only tells us one small piece of the puzzle. So there's lots of other things that we can do to get a more complete picture. And really that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Um, we've got a few different things to, to look at instead of the scale, or in addition, if you, if you wanna use the scale. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you can look at these other metrics that we're about to talk about and use them completely in place of the scale and you'll be just fine and you won't be worried about what the number shows every morning or every week, you won't have to think about, did it go up half a pound? Did it go down half a pound? Anything like that. So I thought we could jump into those, start talking about oh, definitely. other potentially better ways to look at and, and track your progress that will give you a more complete picture of, of how successful you are with all the work that you're putting in. Let's do this. So first off is using a, a tape measure to measure different parts of your body. Now, the, the thing about the tape measure is, and really about most of these, 
is these aren't things that you'll be using every day. So, you know, the scale gives you that, that feeling of, you know, perceived progress or perceived failure because you can use it every day and it gives you what's perceived as a, as a concrete result. Mm -hmm. You either lost weight or you gained weight. And mm -hmm. depending on your goal, that's either a failure or a success, even though it's not a complete picture. And the idea behind a lot of these things that I have, and Will's got some as well, is these are going to be things that you can do less often, but they'll still show progress in a much better way. And as we go through these, we'll explain how they how they work and how they can be used to give you a more complete picture of your overall progress. So again, you know, back to the to the tape measure, we would use that on a on a few different parts of the body. So for example, you could use a tape measure and measure the size of your of your upper arm. So you wrap it around your bicep and your tricep, you see it'll give you a measurement. You can choose either inches or centimeters and just track that over time. So you know you can wait, you could do those measurements every two weeks, every four weeks, and just see where it's going. You can do your arm, you can do your chest, your waist, your hips, and your thighs typically are, are some of the best areas to measure. Mm -hmm. And if you get that baseline measurement at the beginning of your journey, and then you check again in two weeks or you check again in four weeks, that's going to give you a much better picture of where your progress is headed. And because you're doing it in more localized places, now you can see, oh, cool, my waist got smaller. My thighs maybe didn't get as small. My arms maybe got a little bit bigger because you've been strength training. So now it's helping with that muscle mass. And it gives you some more information that you can interpret in a few different ways, which can paint a better picture. Yeah. And one thing you'll learn whenever you uh, do measure yourself is that um, that weight loss, and this is specifically with weight loss, is that you will lose uh, the body, um, the body mass in, in certain areas more than others. And people are different and you kind of learn more about your body. And that's why I like tracking in different ways here. You're not learning. OK, I lost five pounds, but you're learning more like, OK, I lost five pounds in two weeks, but I see, you know, three centimeters, four centimeters, whatever you want whatever it is, loss on your hips lost to your um your thighs i noticed that when i start losing weight it happens more around my chest area it happens more around my arm area first that's one thing you'll notice uh, and i think with with measuring going it, it is a little difficult to measure yourself and that's why like like coach said it's it's easier to step on a scale it's easier you know the scale's right there you step on it, it gives you a random number or not a random number but it gives you the number right away um, when you wait, when you, uh, when you measure yourself, you kind of get more of an idea of, um, what you're doing and it's more goal-based. Um, again, you know, when you're talking about the scale, you're talking about one part of, of fitness. Now you got to realize your goals and then start, you know, like wondering where your body composition is going to be from there. And so that's where, um, the, the, the measuring with with the with the tape measure really comes effective um if you're looking specifically just for like more of a body composition change yeah exactly so i think tape measure is a, a great tool to use instead of the scale mm -hmm. uh, our next one that we can use instead of the scale is progress photos oh, so mm -hmm. progress photos are are in a way they're an easier way to get the same sort of information that you can get with a tape measure tape measure is just going to be more precise because it gives you 
to the inch or to the centimeter measurement, right? Mm -hmm. If you take progress photos, one, it's a lot faster because it's just the time it takes you to, you know, snap a photo mm -hmm. instead of measuring, you know, three, four different places around your body. So progress photos are useful. This is going to be something that really you'll want to do at most once a month because mm -hmm. it'll usually take that amount of time before we as humans will recognize change in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Really anything less than that, you won't see big, big change unless you're doing something drastic, which if you're doing something drastic, it's, you know, you're, you're on a different path there. You're looking into questions like how sustainable is this going to be long-term mm -hmm. and all sorts of things like that. So exactly. that's, you know, that's sort of a special case, but overall, if you're, if you're in it for the long term, which if you're listening to us, I hope you are, cause that's what we are talking about here. Um, progress photos can be one of your best friends. You know, you can take a picture on, on day one of your journey, mm -hmm. take another picture on day 30 and just stack those side by side. The key here is you want those two pictures to be as consistent as possible. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? That looks like taking those pictures at the same time of the day. So if you're going to take them at the beginning of the day, keep them at the beginning of the day. If you're going to do them at the end of the day, just keep them at the end of the day. It doesn't really matter when, but it just matters that it's the same time of the day. It also matters if it's the same clothes that you wear in both pictures or all of your progress pictures. And it's generally the same lighting conditions. So, if you're going to take the pictures in your bedroom or in the bathroom, in a closet, if you have a closet big enough, just keep all of those consistent because all those can play with how the picture actually comes out, right? Like if you mm -hmm. have different clothes, it can make you look different. If you're in different lighting, that can make you look different. So you want to make as many things as possible consistent so that the only thing that's changed is you. And that's what you'll see in the picture. Yes, definitely. So, you know, it's... and really even progress photos can play with us mm -hmm. mentally a lot of times too. Right. Yes. So one of my, one of my clients, she, she's been working with me for a while and she had, she had gotten to a point where she started doubting her progress and she was doubting progress because the scale wasn't moving. Mm -hmm. Right. So again, right back up to the, to the first part that we talked about. And so I asked her a question. I was like, hey, we've got these pictures of you now and pictures of you from, at this point, over a year ago. Would you mind if I just took one of each, stacked them side by side, and we just looked at them? And right away, she said yes. And then immediately after that, she was like, wait. And she said, wait. We talked about that. Like, why did you say yes and then wait? And she said she said yes because she was excited she wanted to see and then she said wait because she didn't want to see that nothing changed mm -hmm. so we talked about that and then i sent her the picture i used one of those you know picture collage apps so i just took the old picture on the left and the new picture on the right and i lined them up as best as i could they weren't the pictures were in different places they were different times of day so they weren't you know as consistent as they could be because we at the time we weren't taking the progress photos with that in mind. So, but I lined them up as best as I could, you know, I sized so the, so her body was the same size in both pictures and, and all of that as best as I could. So put those together, sent them to her. And once she got them and saw the picture, she was amazed because the weight hadn't changed very much the whole time we've been working, mm -hmm. but physically she looks a lot different. Like she looks a lot She's, you know, her body size has dropped. She's mm -hmm. gotten stronger. She's sleeping better. 
And so those are some of the things that we talk about and that we'll get to here in a few minutes for things that you can look for to see that you're making progress. And really the main thing that she got was just how different she looked in both pictures from the old picture from over a year ago to the picture now. And that's what you can get from progress photos that obviously you won't get from the scale. So if she was just going by the scale, she would think that nothing had changed. She's been putting in all this work and she's been killing it, but it's not really showing up anywhere. Mm -hmm. But the pictures show a different story. And she's told me on multiple occasions that people that she's run into that haven't seen her in a while have also mentioned and pointed out that she looks a lot different now. Mm -hmm. And so those are the things that can help. And, you know, the progress photo is just kind of like that personal version of running into that friend that you haven't seen in a long time and them saying how much you've changed. Mm -hmm. Progress photo is a, a more metered way of doing that, right? Yeah, exactly. There, there's, and I was going to bring up a, um, a kind of a situation that's kind of like that is, you know, you, you feel like, you know, you're not getting anywhere. And it, again, I, will keep, I keep saying this, but I was a big person. I was, I didn't want to take those progress photos. I didn't, I didn't take any uh, photos with me topless or anything when, before, when I started my, my journey. And I wish I had, I'll get to that in just a second. Um, but when, even when you're looking at old photos of yourself and you're like, Whoa, that was, that was really big. I didn't realize I was in that situation. You know, I didn't realize how I was that big, just how I don't realize how far I've come. And when you're looking at photos, it's like running into that old friend when they're like, wow, you look really good. Or you look like you've been doing something. You look like you've changed. You can do that with yourself just with progress photos. Like, like you right. were saying, you, you, you be thumbing through them and you're like, whoa, there is a difference there. There is a change. I still am, you know, 167 pounds, but I look a lot more like I have more muscle. And, and I get that, um, from, from guys I, I that I train that are, you know, 160 to 175 pounds, they're staying it within that, that weight range, but they're noticing that their, that their bodies have changed their, their posture, their just, you know, their muscle tone, everything has changed, but the, the scale didn't, the scale fluctuated a little, right. but, um, looking at it from, you know, two months ago, they noticed that there is something different happening there. I never, I never force anyone to take a progress photo. I never say, right. hey, you have mm -hmm. to go send me a photo of this. And, but I always say you want to, uh, you want to trust me. You want to, if, if you're starting on any kind of weight loss, uh, weight gain, any kind of thing that's going to be dealing with you and your, um, I, I say body composition, but it's a body image, um, thing. Um, you want to take these photos. I highly suggest it, you know, uh, even if you feel kind of embarrassed, if it's, if it's not your thing, cause for me, it, it wasn't my thing. I, I just did not want to take a photo of myself. I was kind of embarrassed. I knew that I was going to do the, the progress and maybe I even kind of doubted myself. That's why I didn't take one. Um, now in retrospect, I wish I would have took as many as I could. Um, now I, cause I want to have that comparative to just be like, look, this is how far I've come or, and not to show it to anyone else. But to show myself when I, the days where I'm trying to remind myself of my goals or anything and say, this is what you've done, you know, um, th that that's, and th that's actually, unless you take a picture of a scale, that's, that's evidence right there. You have actual evidence right in front of you. Um, I suggest it. Um, it's, it's a great collage. It, it's a great reminder, makes you feel good. Um, it, I think it's more than tracking. I think it's. It's a reminder 
it, it's a symbol for most people. I mean, um, I've I've seen I, I like to deal I like to look at uh, like stories of people of in, in recovery from drugs and such, and you'll see pictures of them. That, that's their scale. They'll show you a picture of when they're on drugs, and they'll show right. you a picture of their clean, yeah. and completely different people. And would they be able to see that? Would they be able to say, "Well, I'm sober," but they don't get to see it right. unless they see it from the outside. We see ourselves every day, and that's why I say I suggest never using the mirror. That can create some kind of you know undiagnosed uh, body dysmorphia. Mirrors in gyms, um, kind of they're kind of like funhouse mirrors. You a know, little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I like sometimes I like the way they make my wide shoulders look even more wider. Sometimes they make my belly look bigger, so I feel like I need to do more cardio. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying that just about any like gym mirrors. I'm saying that about all mirrors. You know, sometimes you might walk by a mirror and you might not like what you see in it because it's the mirror's fault. It's not your fault. I don't. The mirror's yeah, lie. The mirror's tweaked a little bit. Yeah, to it could be bent. Change a what bit. it kicks back. At yeah, it, yeah, it's it's, tor- it's contorted or something. You know, so that. that that's why a picture, like in a controlled state, like, you know, right, same lighting every time, same, you know, position, same, you know, it, it really benefits you more than you think. And if you're thinking, well, I'm not doing this to because I want to look shredded. It, it really isn't about that. You really notice a lot more different changes in you. And it really makes you um, believe in your journey a whole lot more because you actually physically with your eyes see the evidence. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up the point about not wanting to take pictures at the beginning, not feeling like, you know, almost feeling like you were afraid to take that picture at the beginning. And, mm-hmm. and really, that's funny because, you know, we talk about it from the start of your journey when you were trying to go on the beginning of a, of a weight loss journey. And really, I had the same issue when I was starting to gain weight. So, mm-hmm. there, you know, if you look and I've tried looking. I've lost track how many times at this point, but I can't find any pictures from when I started. I can't find anything mm. from. And I'd like to see those. Like anything from like, you know, when I was 135, 130 pounds, there's hardly any pictures from that time. And aside, like if you take away all the pictures that exist of me in a wrestling match, there's almost no pictures of me. There's a few here and there from other people, mm. but really there, there aren't any of me. And uh, I had, you know, a similar mental thing where I just didn't want to, like, I didn't want to look at myself. I didn't want to look myself mm-hmm. in the mirror. I didn't want to take a picture and look at that picture. And like, it's similar, but it's different, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's still that same sort of mental thing that comes, e- you know, even though we are, we essentially came from opposite sides of, of the spectrum. You're coming from trying to drop weight. I was coming from trying to gain weight. And really, it looks like we've met in the middle, mm-hmm. but we still have similar struggles, at least on this point, when it comes to progress photos. We still have a lot of those same sort of thoughts that run through our head. Yeah. Um, so it kind of, you know, it goes both ways, you could say. Yeah, most definitely. I was wondering, like, how that was because, you know, you, you know, the anxiety is about losing weight and staring at the scale and, you know, am I losing? But, I, you know, there's, I always forget that there's a whole there's a whole other side to that scale. And, uh, you know, we've most definitely met in the middle and, uh, here we are. Yeah. So yeah. Step one, tape measure. Step two, progress photos. Step three or idea three, I should say is this is, this one really only applies more if you are adding exercise to your plan. 
because this focuses on testing out your fitness. Mm -hmm. So the idea here is you take a look at how your performance has improved in something. Like if you are habitually adding cardio to your workouts because you want to have that as like a, a cap at the end, or if you're training for something like a 5K, or if you got a bike, you know, you can see how much progress you've made with things like your speed, with things like your endurance, how long you can run, how long you can ride the bike. If you are focusing on strength training, you can see how much stronger you've gotten in specific lifts. You can take a look at those. And really, even if you're not adding exercise, there's still things you can check outside of the gym. You can check to see, we all buy groceries. Mm -hmm. So how much easier is it to bring those groceries in? A lot mm -hmm. of people have pets. Mm -hmm. One of my cats just turned one year old today. So if you're buying, you know, big bags of cat food, how much easier is it to bring in a 25 pound bag of cat food? If you've got big dogs, you're buying big bags of dog food. How much easier is it to carry those and bring those into the house? If you have somewhat of an active job, if you're helping people move around or if you're working in construction, how much easier is it to do your daily life now? And those are things that can show how overall your progress is, is moving in the right direction because you do have some things that are getting better as a result of the work that you're putting in. And that's one of my um, big, big um, emphasis is when I'm training someone. Uh, when, when you're lifting weights, it's easy to track. Okay, I was able to deadlift 225. This week I, lifted, I deadlifted 235. You, you could see the progress there. And I would say that that's nice. That's cool. You know, we, we could cheer and those make you feel good. But it's about what you do out there. Right. And the other 23 hours of the day. Exactly. Right. The other 23 hours a day. What? Because if it, it's called training, what are we training for then? We're, well, we're training for life. Mm -hmm. And how is life treating you with with your new with your new ways? You know, um, I put on here that when I when I first started losing weight, one thing I noticed is the quality of life got better because I was able to tie my shoes better. I was able to um, do certain, just the basic activities that I didn't know I was struggling at until I sat there and I assessed, at, you know, partway through uh, my own journey, I was like, you know what? This is easier. This feels better when I do this. When I sit in my vehicle, um, I used to drive a truck and I used to always just be shifting and putting myself around in that. And then it just, it never felt, comfortable and i didn't realize how uncomfortable it felt i'm not saying oh yeah i was constantly uncomfortable and I did nothing about it no i just didn't know how uncomfortable i felt until i reassessed it and i was sitting more comfortably i didn't realize until i was at that no we never start on a fitness journey saying i want to tie my shoes better i want to go i want to bring the groceries in you never that never crosses your mind when i sit down and i talk to somebody about goals they tell me i just want to be overall overall more healthy i want to be have more energy but when we really break down what is more energy well that's walking better that's that's moving better that's getting that's out of bed better getting out of bed better yes i getting out of a chair like it's so funny because i now when i practice my squats i sit in my desk chair i lower it kind of to where i'm below parallel and i'll stand up out of my chair just using a squat maneuver i won't push off on anything won't you know use any of my other body i just use my legs before i'd have to push off on a table have to push up on the chair stand up and i learned that you know just focusing on little things like that we don't realize these little things that we're doing in life 
But then when you start doing them better, you're like, wow, I realized getting up that flight of steps. Now I'm not wheezing. Now I'm, I'm carrying three bags now, you know, you don't realize you don't. And that's I think huge. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think we allow ourselves because we do focus on one thing like, oh, I weigh 205 pounds. I, I don't want to weigh 205 pounds. My, my fitness program isn't working. I guess I'll take these groceries into the house and you take all these groceries in the house. You walk up with with all, you know, all the groceries. You're not out of breath. You climb two flights of stairs into your apartment when you used to have to take a break. And you don't stop and let yourself smell the flowers on that situation. Yeah. You're not going, hey, this used to be really difficult for me. Now I get to do it. And that's why I always say it's not about body composition. That will follow. If you trust the process and you go about your day, um, and I don't want to say plan, but if you, if you plan to attack your day in, in, a, in a positive way with a, you know, a positive program to better your health in whichever your fitness journey is laid out i think you could find little benchmarks not only in the gym but um you know in your work if you have a physical labor job you get stuck on the same pattern your body's doing the same pattern now that you've been working out now that you're losing weight your body's moving on a different level it's moving on a different you know path of um of movement i want to say so you're not so stuck you're you're and you're burning more calories now and you just don't realize your domino effect if you don't allow yourself to. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that actually makes me think of, well, it makes me think of another client. It makes me think of two things, actually. One client and one past work experience. So I was talking to another client this week, actually, during our check-in. And he hasn't lost a whole lot of weight. But what he's noticing is he's noticing, this is the one I was talking about earlier. He's noticing he's getting stronger. Mm-hmm. He's noticing that people are starting to comment about how his body's changing, but he's also noticing that now his daily life is getting easier. Mm-hmm. It's easier for him to get up. Mm-hmm. He's not getting so winded anymore. It's all these other changes that aren't, these will never show up on the scale, but he's noticing, he's looking for them and he's seeing that those are the changes that are that are showing up as a result. And he's loving that those are the things that are happening right now. I'm smiling. And, yeah, and yeah. it's, and I'm super pumped for him because I'm like, yes, he gets it, right? Yeah. Like he's, he's, not focused on the scale. He's looking at these other things that are showing improvement in his overall life. And it's showing up so much that other people are also taking notice. It's like, that's the Holy girl right there. That's amazing. Yeah. I like to like, as a trainer, I like to think that that's a win as a trainer. Yeah. I like, think that's a like huge high win. five to you, man. Yeah. Cause I mean, when you can get a, a, a client to realize why they're doing this, not just, you know, you're not wanting them to be the deadlift champion of the world. Yeah. You're wanting them to enjoy life, live life better. Bam, you did right. it. <laughs> now, if you do want to be the deadlift champ of the world, that's a different conversation. Yeah, more different, That's a different path, and that's awesome too. Yeah. But wow. if that's not your path, this is this is actually, side note here, this is something that I take issue with in the general fitness space. It's people that, with best of intentions, are trying to go out and find information and find good nutrition and good workout plans that they can use to improve their health, but they're taking plans from these world champ athletes. Mm-hmm. They're taking plans from professional bodybuilders. They're taking mm-hmm. plans from mm-hmm. strength, you know, top level strength competitors, which is okay. I hear an episode coming. If yeah, there's definitely an episode coming, <laughs> which is okay. If you're trying to do that, like mm-hmm. if you're trying Most to definitely. set a world deadlift record or, you know, a, a national record, cool, do what they're doing. But if you're not, not to mean that, 
you shouldn't do it if you're not. But if you're not trying to follow that same path to that same end goal, why are you following it? Mm-hmm. Would it be better instead to just follow a plan that's more catered to you specifically and what you actually want to get out of your training? Not everybody wants to squat 600 pounds. Not everybody wants to deadlift 800 pounds. Not everybody wants to get on a professional bodybuilding stage and compete at the Olympia every year. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But then maybe you shouldn't be following the plans of the people that are trying to do that Mm -hmm. because one that's not your goal so it shouldn't be your path two you don't have the whole picture you don't know what else they're doing outside of training Mm -hmm. you don't know what their diet looks like you don't know what their stress levels look like you don't know what their sleep looks like anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and those are all things before we even talk about any you know the the asterisk on so much of it which is steroids Mm -hmm. we you know you don't have the complete picture so why are you taking just this one sliver and trying to apply it and then most of the time we get frustrated when it doesn't work because we don't have that whole picture and we just don't know. No, yeah, exactly. And it, there's there's so many ways to just get discouraged that and we, we find ourselves looking out to everything and when really it's right in front of us. Yeah. Just just like tracking, just just like getting your own program. I, I think we want to complicate the process more than because I mean and, and, and it's I don't think it's an intentional thing. I think it's we want to complicated because if we're working hard at something if we're putting you know if it, if it hurts if it if it's hard work if we don't like it then it has to be working it has to be progress mm-hmm. because it, it, it's 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 horrible i don't like it yeah it, that that means that means no pain no gain you know yeah and i i think somewhere along the way we learned that we have to wear difficulty as a badge of honor mm-hmm like if, we're, if we found a simple way to do things, it can't work. And if we found a simple way to do things, we can't post about it eight times on Instagram mm-hmm. talking about how we push through the pain and we've overcome the odds and, you know, all this. When it's really it's like, well, you don't have to go to the gym and completely destroy your body Mm-mm. to still overcome odds. Like there are still odds that you can overcome, quote unquote, right? Like, yeah. Like you mentioned, going up two flights of stairs without having to take a break halfway through. Like mm-hmm. That's something huge to overcome. Really? really? But, you know, it's its a great win to know that you're making progress. Yes. But we, for whatever reason, don't think that it's worth sharing. And so we don't focus on it. Mm-hmm. When it's really the opposite. Like, it's absolutely worth sharing. Like yeah. That's a huge thing to be proud of. Yeah, most, yeah definitely. Sure. You know? So... That's that's the end of that rant, I think, yeah, for today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. No, and I'm going to I'm gonna uh, actually to segue us back into the tracking when I was losing a lot of weight and, you know, and, and trying to what really helped is when I simplified the, the process and I and I eliminated beating myself up over stuff like the scale. And, you know, and when I really noticed I started wearing um, when I had to go buy new pants, mm-hmm. that's what I was like, OK, there's progress. Right. I mentioned earlier about the big guy in the belt thing. <laughs> I know there's a big guy out there. Hope, hopefully you're listening, man, and you're doing great on your, your, your progress and everything. More power to you. But I know that there's a, there's a bigger man or, or person out there that knows the struggle when you're sitting down and you have that belt digging into your gut. I mean, that is one – or you don't wear one because you don't like that feeling. Um, and that's one thing I like to use as a, a tracker for weight loss is like something like a belt. Um for me, whenever you get to go down a notch on that belt, you get to put a new one, have to buy a new one. When I was forced to buy new clothes, I didn't have to go weigh myself. I wasn't like, well, I have to go buy new clothes. Well, what's my weight? No, I have to matter. go buy new clothes. You know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm at that point where, you know, and I think that I don't want to say that this is a female benchmark. I don't want to say that this is a female tracking, 
but um you know you have those pair of pants that i want to wear these pants or like you know i used to wear these pants and now they just don't fit like they should yeah or this shirt i want to um i i get uh, younger guys that want to train and they want to sit they tell me they want to look good in a, a t-shirt you mm -hmm. know um that's your tracking right there you, yeah. you you put on that shirt and you say man i want to feel this out i want the shoulders to look good in this i want whatever it is if it's fitting tight uh, back to the big guy conversation i remember putting on an extra large shirt but it fits it still kind of fit a little tight around the belly so i do this whole uh, maneuver where you take your arms your fists and you kind of roll it and kind of stretch out the shirt at the bottom to try to flare it out make it fit a little looser um i don't know if anyone else did that i did that um one embarrassing little fact that i have to share there but this is going back to the topic of being able to share your progress and track your progress um, now I don't have to do that. Yeah. And that's a big deal to me. It may sound funny, may sound, you know, embarrassing to some, but for me not having to do that shirts fitting comfortably when I sit down in my, my vehicle seat and my shirt doesn't lift on me or, mm -hmm. you know, the, the crack kills joke where you're the big guy and your butt cracks showing. Those are progress that I took into account on my own journey right. that made me, you know, keep going. It encouraged me. Like you said earlier, um, on your quote unquote rant about, uh, you know, taking from other people's pro uh, programs and such. Um, you can really discourage yourself if you're trying to fill someone else's shoes or you're trying to fill someone else's quota in the tracking area. Like, you know, oh, well, I'm five, seven. I should be 155 pounds. I could tell you right now that is 100 percent BS. You know, um, it's I don't know who created this, this, this body, um, this body scale, but it is highly inaccurate highly i cannot yeah. i am a five seven person i cannot imagine myself at 155 pounds right at 155 pounds i am not trying to insult anyone who is underweight but at me at 155 pounds i think i it would look like something was wrong with me i mean i i feel like i am at a good body healthy body weight now i don't feel i need to be 155 pounds i don't need that for me right now that'd be 35 pounds I'd have to lose 35 pounds yeah, to get a massive drop. Yeah. That's unhealthy for me right now. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I look good. So I think that that number, the way I feel in my clothes right now, comparative to the number that I am, that what the doctors say I should be, what I, you know, what, what the general public says I should be are, are completely two completely different things. Yeah. Yeah. Really. It comes down at the end of the day to how you feel, how mm -hmm. you feel, in your body, how you feel in your clothes is a metric to how you feel in your body. But really, the closer you get to inside yourself, the more important that information is. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you wake up and your knees don't hurt, your back doesn't hurt, your elbows, your neck doesn't hurt anymore, that's way more important than what a scale says, mm -hmm. and that's leagues more important than what Johnny Dancer forty seven says on Instagram when he mm -hmm. posts a picture because you were on vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, but really. I, you know, I think that takes us over to our, our fourth point, which is how your clothes feel. Mm -hmm. You know, you've already talked a ton about that, but really, you know, it's, it's way more important of something to pay attention to than the scale is how mm -hmm. your clothes feel. Are you at a point where, you know, you've been so successful that now you have to go shopping for new clothes because what you have doesn't fit anymore. Are you noticing that clothes that you do have? Even if it's just starting to, to fit differently, are you noticing that it's just starting to hang a little looser? Is it, you know, if you are trying to build muscle, is it feeling tighter around the arms? Is it feeling, again, looser around the waist, around the hips, anything like that? Those are all 
more important things to pay attention to. None of that's going to show up on a scale, mm -hmm. realistically. Um, but you know, like you like you've said, Coach Will, it's it's all very and those are way more motivating. You know, like it's cool to lose three, four, five pounds, but when you reach for a shirt that you've worn for the past couple of years and or a pair of pants and you go cool i can't make this work anymore like it just doesn't fit anymore and you go if you're trying to lose weight and you go cool i need smaller pants now because these pants just don't work anymore that's exciting right mm -hmm. and so i think we give paying attention to how clothes feel how they fit on us is something that's world worlds above more important than what the scale says Oh, I, yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you're, uh, you're going for. Like, I, I don't know what everyone's specific goals are, but I mean, when, when somebody says I would like to weigh 200 pounds, random number, I'd like to weigh 200 pounds. That's great. But what do you want to be at that 200 pounds? Yeah. Do you want like, what does that look like? Yeah. What does it look like to you? How does it feel to you? Like, are you comfortable at that weight or would you be more comfortable at you? You don't know. You might be in your, your journey and you might feel that you're more comfortable at a different weight and, or the weight that didn't matter at all. I think that's uh, the point here is that we're just really like showing you that it, that it just, just, you don't wear that number, you know, you don't really that number on the scale. Yeah. That, that's good for measuring how heavy you are right then and there, but it's not, when you look at yourself in a shirt that you haven't like, and you're filling it out, like in that, you, you notice, Oh wow, I haven't filled out the shoulders like that before. Now the stomach's a little loose. The shoulders are a little tight. Yeah. We're going in the right direction. Um, I've actually seen some, this is an interesting thing that I see happen with some people where they'll come in with a hard weight goal. Uh -huh. I want to get to 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. And what happens sometimes is as we start making headway and as we start getting close to there, not even really like, let's say just for the example, like we don't even get to 210, but we're just making our way down there, right? Mm -hmm. At some point, the focus starts moving away from the weight. Mm -hmm. And it just, it almost naturally just starts fading into the background because all these other things are starting to show up and they take precedence because now clothes are fitting better. Now there's compliments coming in. Now we're feeling better. And we have all those other things and it's like, well, you know, I don't, do I need to get to 200? Cause I'm already starting to feel better. I'm already getting all these other things instead. I'm already feeling better. I'm sleeping better. I have more energy. My moods are better. Is, you know, that last piece of weight to lose, is that really worth pushing more? Or do I want to maintain wherever I happen to be at now? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's better to just find where you're healthiest, find where you can live best and just hang out there. Right. Yeah. If like I, I mentioned uh, competitive like fighters, like combat fighters and people who have to weigh in for mm -hmm. their, their sport or whatever they do. Um, if you totally look at a different story. Yeah. yeah. And if you look at these guys on their off season where they're healthy weights, um, they're about 20 to 30 pounds more than what they fight at. They, they drop those weights. And when you see what, what they consider themselves and this is completely a different um, uh, matter. I mean, they're, they're fighting in weight classes where they have to focus on it. But then you see where they're actually comfortable, where they're actually mm -hmm. happy living. It's it's significantly more weight. So that number, so they're sitting there saying, oh, I need to get to the 155 weight class. But they're actually a 195 pound guy. Yeah. And that, that, that proves to you that really 
he'd much rather be a 195 pound guy. Yeah, and these are you know the these are the some of the top level athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. These are the best people at whatever it is they do, mm-hmm. whether it's fighting, whether it's powerlifting, whether it's bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know if you go look at some bodybuilders, they'll gain 20 pounds in that weekend after a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just right there, almost like nothing. Yeah, and the, you know they walk around. Yeah, 20, 30, 40 pounds more than what they compete at because that's where they feel better. So it may not be where they quote unquote look best according to the panel of judges, Mm -hmm. but they know that they just feel better with more weight on them. So they, you know, when they don't have to, when they're not pressured by that show, by that deadline, Mm -hmm. they go right back to where they feel more comfortable. You mentioned how happier. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned how like the weight becomes like even a second thought in your head after. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why I always say like it's good to make that that hard that hard weight goal like you know okay I want to be two hundred pounds cool that, that that gives me a basis of where somebody's you know mind is and what they're kind of focuses in towards you know okay obviously we're looking at weight loss now right but now we can put that let's break that down why do you want to lose weight is there a dance coming up is there right is there an event coming a vacation, up vacation a wedding wedding like yeah. what's going on it, it, or you in, know or is a doctor tell you did do something uh so then now we're looking up these can be trackers you know health um you know the clothes you want to fit in a tuxedo mm-hmm. you know as a big guy again i know tuxedos are the most uncomfortable any kind of suit is the most uncomfortable yeah, thing right I, for anyone i imagine but man it just in getting fitted for one do you want to be fitted right so it's little like it's working to little goals like that. So now you said, oh, okay, I want to weigh two hundred pounds, but now we're getting to the root of why you want to weigh two hundred pounds. It's not the two hundred pounds you want. You want to fit in a tux. Yeah, you want to fit in a tux. You want to run going on to the a beach. beach soon. Yes, yes, exactly. So yeah, you're going to Vegas for a wedding. You want to be poolside, look good in a tux, look good in poolside, all that fun stuff. Now it's not about the two hundred pounds. Now it's about well, what are we do? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so we were thinking. Well, here's here's what we're going to track. Here's how we're going to track it. Your weight, yeah, that's cool. But like you said, 215, I remember I was working out, and I, my, my goal, it's funny we keep saying 200, 200, because my, my uh, goal, I was 285 pounds when I first weighed myself, and I wanted to uh, weigh out at 205. That was my that was my goal that I set, and this is why. See, I, lear- I learned from experience. Cruiserweight, eh? Yeah, I wanted to be 205 live, and um. And th- this is why I, I have so so much of an opinion on this. Why I keep going back to it because I, I I walk the walk. I set I set the hard weight. Said I'm gonna get to 205. Well, I want to tell you about two about 240. I stopped weighing myself. I just kept going. I said trust the process. You're eating in a calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. You're doing your workouts. You just do it. Just go about the day. Get eliminate one stress. I didn't track. I just did the work. I eliminated it. I knew my shirt was fitting better. Mm-hmm. I knew my, my pants were, I, I knew there was something happening. And I was like, you know what? I'm around that time. I haven't tracked my weight. Let me step on the scale. I weighed in at 196. That's amazing. Yeah. I Dude, nine pounds past my goal. I didn't even know. I did you not even, even know. any attention to Yeah, it. I wasn't like, oh, this is a week uh, till six months and I'm at 210. I got to lose these five pounds in this week. No, never even, no stress at all. All I'm telling you guys right now, and the reason why I'm telling you, I'm not telling you this to brag. I'm not ever trying to brag on you guys. I'm not trying to flex on you. Nothing. I'm trying to preach how simple it is. If, And I know you hear this. If a guy like me can do it, anybody can do it. It is very simple. You just got to trust the process. You got to stop beating yourself up for little things like weight numbers on the scale, um, stuff that you can't control and focus on things you can control. You know, you want to look good, uh, better in a shirt. Say that out loud. You know, yeah. make it happen. 
really i think you know and you mentioned it so i want to talk about that for a minute before we hit the last point but you know you you mentioned trusting the process which is fantastic Mm -hmm. but i think under the underneath the root of that and you know you pop the hood on on the vehicle that is trust the process Mm -hmm. and i think what is a key component to that is people understanding the process too Mm -hmm. because it's it's one thing to just fall in line and trust the process, but there's still going to be that hesitation mm-hmm. if we don't understand why we're doing what we're doing and what purpose it serves. Exactly. Like, it's one thing to say, here, get on this airplane and trust that when it gets to about 180 miles an hour, when the road ends, trust that it's going to be able to leave the ground. That works for a lot of people, but for, again, this is the nerd in me starting to come out, <laughs> but. I like understanding why is that plane good? Like this plane is hundreds of thousands of pounds. How on earth is it going to leave the ground? So then you learn about aerodynamics. You learn about, you know, the high pressure on the, on the low side of the wing and the low pressure on the top side and that, how it helps you generate lift. And I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense. And then you see it in in progress and it's like, all right, well, I can kind of buy that now. Mm -hmm. I can understand Mm -hmm. how a plane works. So it makes me, more likely to trust that a plane can work. It's the same thing here, right? So we say, trust the process, trust, you know, calorie deficits, trust strength training, trust, you know, adding cardio on top of strength training, trust things like walking and and habits and all that, which is great. But, and I think this is something that we talk about more is we talk about how to understand those things and Mm -hmm. understand how those actually work as parts of your, of your path. Mm -hmm. And I think once we can understand those things a little bit better, it's then it's not necessarily about trusting it. Then it's like, okay, cool. I know that that's going to work because that's how a calorie deficit works. That's Mm -hmm. how protein in my diet works. That's how strength training works. So we know if we just do strength training, we'll get to everything else we want because strength training is a signpost down that road. Mm -hmm. So if you want to lose weight, cool. Here are these things to do. Understand why these things are on the road in the first place. Okay, cool. Now I don't mind picking them up and taking them with me as I go down that road. You know, does that make sense? Oh man, now you now you guys are going to learn why coach Tony and I go through all the little details. You know, we like to really 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 we're not just going to tell you, "Hey, go do this program and stay on this diet, you'll lose weight and you'll get better." We know that you will. Yeah. We know that you will, but And that's what everybody already says. We want do you to this. find something for you that's sustainable. And like you said about the process, if, if, if you don't understand your process for you, if you don't understand, if you're picking and choosing off of, you know, bodybuilding.com, um, I, you read a book, you saw that this guy ate half chicken breast, half pasta, this and that out of this book and that, and you're putting it together and you're, well, I mean, yes, exercise and diet does make you lose weight, but you got to, this is why we break it down for you guys. We, yeah. we're, we're really trying to help you find your own process, find your own way. And, um, and really, I mean, make it as simple as possible. Like we, we've told you, uh, breaking down your, your your nutrition, breaking down everything. And now with tracking, I mean, we're 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 really making it simple to where it's just not a, it's not going to be stressful for you. Mm-hmm. And um, the process will be clear. And and like yeah, that's why I always say just just trust the process because once you're put into it and once you know your your understanding, then stuff like tracking just it like and back to weight being in the the back of your mind you realize okay well now i'm learning all this and i understand this this has made me do this better well now that i've lost 20 pounds that that 
doesn't really make the difference because now I understand everything on a whole other level. Right. Now I understand and know what I'm doing and I know why I'm doing it. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Now we know we just stick to that path and we'll just, we'll get there when we get there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what's our, for, our last point? There? So our last one, I know we're coming to an end. I hope this is the, so far, the best hour of your week so far. Oh, so, um, no but it is. the last one, and we've talked about it a lot as, as sort of a function of the first four, but it's really just, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's things like, how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping better? Are your, are your moods better? Are you less irritable during the day? Are you, you know, are you getting less hangry as, as people say, mm-hmm. if you, go too long without food are you how's your body feel do you did you used to have chronic knee pain ankle pain hip pain anything like that are those being changed at all are they getting better if they're getting worse that's absolutely something that needs to be addressed and focused on more but you know or how are those changing overall cravings for food are those getting better um you know all all sorts of things like that that tie into again like I mentioned before, it's getting closer to how you feel inside. And the closer you get to inside, you know, we're, we're onions. We have those layers. The closer mm-hmm. you get to that inside, that center layer, the more important these things matter. So that's, you know, that's our final thing to take hold on and focus on instead of the scale. It's just overall how you're feeling. If you ever feel that I'm over agreeing with uh, Coach Tony, it's because I am. Um, I agree with everything this man says because at the end of the day, it's the hokey pokey. That's what this is all about is health. You know, we could preach about looking better and all that stuff. That That's all second nature. Weight, all that is second nature. Your health, how you're feeling on the inside is the number one most important thing of what we're doing here. Um, you know, and it goes back. Yeah. Simple things. Are you are you eating better? Um, do you have better circulation? Do you have do you are you? And yeah, back to the moods, you know, are you noticing that things that you used to get upset about doing or not want to do is actually being easier to do? Um, we, we keep going back to feeling better, but it really is feeling better, feeling better physically. Um, you're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, I feel great. Everything is positive. Everything's great. Your digestion, you, one thing, things you didn't notice, like your digestion, like you know, if you're eating bad, if you were not exercising and then you started on a regimen and now you notice you're not going to the bathroom as frequently, you're not, you're not laying around as much. And, you know, you, it's not like you just get popped up and, you know, somebody injects you with, with, you know, epinephrine and you're running around the streets and you have all this extra energy. When we talk about extra energy, it's, it's stuff like, I mean, when you, when you do things, are you doing it with more, uh, with more of a, you know, more of an oomph behind it, more of a, more of a go and, and just all around feeling better. Like when you eat, do you not feel so gross and feel like you need a nap and spend half an hour in the bathroom after, um, those are things that add to quality of life. It's, it's really not all about that number on the scale. I mean, you can really like, unless you're, like I said, unless you're competing in a, in a sport that it allows in, I really don't like weight classes, but unless you're doing that, then that's the only time the number really, 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 really matters. If you're just trying to, to live better, then there's these benchmarks, there's these tracking that really let you know your progress. And it, it is such like things that you really just don't realize, like 
you know, waking up in the morning, how your morning regimen goes, you know, before you're probably just rolling out of bed, groggy, cursed at everything that touched you. Now you're popping out of bed. You're looking, you, you grab that cup of coffee, you get a lot more tasks done, a lot more errands done in the day. You know, we, we don't realize that because, you know, especially if, if you're a busy individual, if you're somebody who works all the time, you never stop and smell the roses and say, hey, look, I'm doing this way better. And a lot of us don't give ourselves the credit that we uh, we need to to give ourselves. Um, and I think that's what masks it. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to say like, oh, well, I feel better. And, you know, there's kind of a guilt in that if, if you're working on yourself. But, you know, you deserve to feel better. And by feeling better, I mean, your blood flow is going good. Your, your, your hands are, you know, as numb. You're getting to your movement, your mobility, your your everything everything your metabolism and if you don't stop and look at that you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna see it you know um you can go to you can go to the doctor all like you know every week get blood tests they can tell you you're healthy all that that's great to have that information but unless you can you yourself can sit down and say hey look i feel better because I don't have hypertension as bad anymore. I feel better because I don't have uh, bowel movement problems. I feel better because I, I have more energy. I walk more, so it makes me breathe better. I'm breathing better, so it makes me feel better. And by feeling better, I have better circulation. By having circulation, I move more. By moving more, I breathe better. By breathing more, I move more. It becomes a great cycle that you progress on and you like again i keep saying it you don't allow yourself to see it unless you allow yourself to see it right exactly yeah so you know those will cap off the five ways that we've got obviously this is not all inclusive but these are five great ways to get started with better ways to track progress than than the scale you know again the scale is a great tool but it's just that it's a tool it's one piece of the puzzle you can use it if you'd like you can you can skip it if you'd like as well uh, but again these five ways again they're using a tape measure taking progress photos testing your your fitness and testing how well you get through life looking at how clothes feel and taking a step back and looking at how you're feeling you can use those five things to get a much better a much more complete picture of how your progress is going on your health journey um anything else to add will actually uh this week i'd love to uh challenge everybody oh, um challenge yeah. this week here we go oh yeah good week challenge so uh, um on this week's uh, topic i want to I, I challenge everyone to find a fun way or find um some way to track your progress throughout the week or if you've been on a a, a journey yourself um other than weight or weighing yourself or even other than a progress photo um i like progress photos but let's find a a or let us know actually yeah go to our instagram uh let us know um a, a way that you plan to uh track your progress or how you've tracked your progress other than uh weighing yourself on a scale um and i think uh i think that gives us a good chance to tell them about our instagrams yeah i think so let them know well let them know where to find us all right so yeah go to our instagram there at the bar the bearded barbell podcast it'll be on instagram and i believe coach tony has his own instagram and facebook yeah so you can find me on instagram and on tiktok at tony davis coaching if you are on facebook you can 
find my group, you can join me. You can join Coach Will. He's in there as well. Mm -hmm. You head to the search bar. You type in macros, mindset, and metabolism for fat loss. You tap on that join button, and we'll get you in. And you can join the two of us as well as a community of like-minded people that are all on their individual health journeys. But it's a place where we are coming together to support each other. Yeah, yeah. So definitely follow his pages. I, I, like he said, I'm on, uh, I'm on his page. Great information, uh, great feedback. Make sure to follow him. Follow me. I'm on Instagram at Arisen One Brand, and also Facebook Arisen One Brand. Um, so go ahead and follow me on there. Hit me up on there if you need any kind of support. Any kind of if you if you just need someone to to hit up, talk to if you're having a hard time. Uh, hit me up on any of my socials. I'm always there for you. If you don't have, feel like you don't have support, Coach and I always say you have support with us. You have the Bearded Barbell Podcast. So please go to our Instagram page, Bearded Barbell Podcast. Like, follow, and leave us that comment on how you intend to track your progress other than using the scale. Coach Tony will have an attachment there to help you uh, track that goal. We love to hear from you. Thank you for letting us be a part of your journey, guys. And don't forget to catch a new episode every Monday. We'll see you guys next week. Be well.